Um, I'll just begin by saying Hunter's got the COVID. He is uh, pretty sickly. So, in his Stout. place... In his place, we have Jacob as my co-host in the backing track. Hi, Jacob. Hello. Um... <laughs> I guess that's, yeah, might have to do that music instead of the normal intro. Yeah. That might work. Beautiful. Uh, um, I'm, a, I'm a composer of the ages, what can I say? Well, as I'm sure you're at least aware, we just talk about Press Start and the Fern Boys and all that shit, which um, you've been a pretty major part of other than like the very beginnings. Yeah, the the Dark Ages. Um uh-huh. <laughs> um what do you, what do you, uh, Well, let's just let's go let's jump straight into it. There's definitely some dark ages. Yeah. Um, uh I think yeah. admittedly what? admittedly, even though I was like there from the beginning, I I really didn't like contribute that much, I gotta be honest. So I can't really take credit for much of it. I mean particularly when it came to like building the settings and, you know, things that probably didn't put in much labor. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, that's true, but I'm more interested in just what you did do, uh, which, um, at the end of the day, any of the older listeners who are listening to this probably are just going to think of you as essentially the third part of, uh, the stream for a while there. Yeah, I'd say that's probably what a lot of the audience has come to know me of, or as um, rather. Obviously, my brother, but <clears throat> you yeah. were pretty much always present during siege. So yes, um, yes. Uh, I remember. Um, is it weird that like the only non-siege thing that I remember is like uh, the Avengers Fortnite event? Yeah. Yeah, that's... Other than that, I really don't remember much what I was... Overwatch! Overwatch! Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm so did, stupid, we, we how did, could I forget Overwatch? We did Overwatch. Because, I mean, <laughs> at the end of the day, and I don't mean this as in you weren't welcome, but mm-hmm. it wasn't... You, your fucking desk just got moved into the building. That's really what happened. Yeah. And yeah. so, by I mean, proxy, you had to... <laughs> you had to be on stream. <laughs> I was I was just uh, kind of thrust... Onto you, so. Um. Yeah. Oh God. I was gonna say that was always like you weren't. You, I mean, you were thrust in there. You were thrust onto us. Neither of us were in like the optimal situation, just because I assume since you did not found the stream. Maybe you weren't always pleased to have the only times you play video games be a performance. Yeah, that, um, I'm sure that contributed some to like, uh, to like the, to like the problems of like, uh, 
you know, me being thrown out there. Yeah. Cause like, you know, when I was in here and I could just like, I could just like join in on siege, like whenever, you know, that was all right. But you know, when games were basically all I had to do and my only source of doing so was out there with you all. I mean, I didn't really have, I didn't really have much in the way. So I mean, I didn't yeah. have like, I, I wasn't, I wasn't like too into my other hobbies at that point, which, you know, might've had something to do with me not having a job, but. Yeah. Um, that's true, which I'm um, in fairness that you did have a job for a good chunk of the stream too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, 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 admittedly, I did, but, but um, I, I, I think we made the best of it at first, but just um, just by the proxy, for, so from a technical perspective, for me, I was always annoyed that we were a duo stream, mm. but uh, so we had two cameras. And I was annoyed that we didn't fully integrate it to a trio stream if we were going to do that. Um, See, I feel like, I feel like, um, I feel like, uh, while you could do that, it would be very easy to get sc screen cluttered. Uh, if, um, yeah, I mean, there, there, we definitely have to rethink how we did it for yeah. sure. Um, yeah. yeah, no way around that. But, I think it, I think it could have been done because it was always just uh, it just didn't make as much sense to me in my head that there's clearly a third person in the room they have microphone quality uh, coming through as their sound as opposed to the people we were clearly just in a game with yeah uh, and basically always present mm. so it was yeah I mean we would have to really rethink how we did it but I thought having the duo stream not be a the, everything it was branded for not really being mm -hmm. that anymore yeah was always like a negative I think and it also kind of severely limited what we could play yeah um just having three people there's not as many uh games made specifically for three people as there is two yeah specifically like when it comes to like co-op games and shit yeah I mean like in theory, like, if I was into it at the time, we could have done Rocket League. Yeah. Yeah, that would have um, been one of the better ones for sure. Yeah. That's, like, the only one I can think of, like, right off my head. I mean, maybe Fortnite, now that they have trios, but, again, wasn't really my thing at the time, so. Yeah. Let's say that was the other thing. Beyond just games not being tailored for that, it also was just another opinion, uh, to make sure we suffice in the games we do choose to play. Yeah. So it was uh, if it was now a third opinion on, eh, I'm not really feeling that one today, which obviously keeps limiting it the more people you have. Yeah. And the fact that at that point we were just trying to play games we wanted to play instead of sticking to games we might not necessarily want to play. Because at the time we really did want to play Siege that much. Oh. And then once that fizzled out a little bit, we had some Overwatch. And just cycled between them. Yeah. I think, um, I think the Overwatch period was really, really necessary. 
Oh yeah. Because I really think I really think we drilled siege into the ground, dude. Uh, I think we, yeah, we, we pushed ourselves to the point of hating that game. Um uh, yes, we did, but I think I don't think it was just the stream that contributed. I think it was just the nature of that type of game. Uh, I can uh, yeah, see that being yeah. shit we really still got way too into, whether there yeah. was a camera on us or not. Yeah. But considering many, many, many of the viewers by that point came in through Siege, and that was pretty much the last of the community we had still watching was the Siege wave, mm. it, it did feel like we had to play that game a little bit more than maybe we wanted to. Which is yeah. part of the grind of streaming. That's just the nature of it. But yeah, it does suck to see something you really like start to become a chore. See, that's that's the worst part about like ever trying to make a, your hobby into employment of some form. Yeah. Um. Just it just sucks the fun out of it because you're not doing it for you at that point anymore. You know. Yeah, and then and then and then you have no uh, no main hobby to give yourself a break from what yeah. you're seeing as work. Yeah. So you replace you replace the love of whatever it is that is your hobby with the rigor of a job, and by proxy yeah, you, you have no more hobbies to then rely on. So yeah. You, you, you like, don't you manage like, you know, it properly. It can be bad. You really like, you like back down the hatches. You're like, yep, I gotta do this. I gotta work to it now. And then like, you're just like, oh, this isn't fun anymore. I think it's just a, a dragon that everyone's chasing. I think everyone has it in their head that if they're doing something they love, it won't feel like a job. And I think I've just come to the conclusion that it'll still feel like a job. <laughs> yeah, absolutely it will. You cannot be good at anything and it not feel like a job because... No matter how much you love or you're passionate about something, the minute you have to do it instead of want to do it, something just changes. Yeah, exactly. Um, I love plenty of things. I just got done watching football. But if someone made me watch football, it's not fun. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's not fun to always be like beholden to something else, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because I, I particularly brother. hate that, you know. Like I'm, I'm, not, I'm like the type of person like if if I can't listen to my music, I'd rather not listen to any music. Plain and simple. Yeah, that's just that's just kind of how I feel. No, I, I get that, and like but, I, you, know, you could you could love to write stories, but maybe you write a novel and it kicks off your career. Well, now you gotta have food on your table. So that novel has to be written. Exactly. Exactly. And then, you know, you get deadlines and all this and that. It starts to it does start to suck the fun out of it a little bit, but that's not even so specific to our Siege. It, it is specific to the Siege gameplay itself, but to the stream, it's not so specific to you. Uh, more specific, I think, is um, how we introduced... I mean, quite a few people that were major deals on the stream for a while. Obviously, yeah. Spawns got super into Siege. Yeah. Um, we met King. A clash of all things. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <coughs> but um. Yeah, King. I remember King. King. King didn't play with us as much, but um, 
he was always there to watch the game stuff, and he did play with us occasionally. Then we had uh, we cycled out a bunch of other people. I remember Neo and Nifty and some of these other ones that never clicked quite with us as a main fifth. Yeah. Eventually, we did get Quan. Yeah. Um, and that was the five stack. There was Alpha. Quite a while. Yeah, Alpha played some. We had Hero. Hero played quite a bit, actually. Yeah. 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 Hero was like one of the first actual fifths y'all had, right? That was before me, even. Yeah, because he was by far the best actual player um, in our chat at the time. Yeah. So we got him um, more of a natural skill he had than an actual tactical brain. Um, so obviously you get a hissing at that with some point. So you got to move on to a more established fifth, which we did. Um, from a pure content creation standpoint, I always thought Quan was the logical one to include. Um, yeah, all things, all things considered, it was pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was pretty cool. I mean, that's a, that's a thing. That's a thing. With with this, we we obviously plenty of people saw the falling out with Quan happen in real time. I don't care. Like those things exist. I, I we can talk about it, and you know, yeah, uh, it's it's no knowledge. Me and Tibbs had a falling out, but we can still talk about him in the context of history. Yeah, exactly. That's fine with me. So, I mean, like, no, it's we don't like, have to downplay it. Quan was funny. Quan fit in with the group very well. That was just a fact. Yeah, and I Otherwise, mean, he had he pretty good part. team synergy too. Yeah. He also, yeah. you know, well, listened to a lot of things, which not many people did, so. Yeah, yeah, so, um, that was always cool. So, that was really, I mean, that was that was the group we ran with mm-hmm. for most of it, for pretty much all the plat runs and this and that. Um, we got there with that five stack. Mm-hmm. Um. Obviously, we would cycle in Vanny and things yeah. uh, whenever that became possible. And I think even Hunter played a couple on stream with us, though he was never, <laughs> he was never um, the greatest at Siege. Man, I would, love to, I would love to see Hunter pick up a controller to jump on Siege again, dude. Uh, I mean, I think he could get good at it, but woof, he's starting from ground zero. <laughs> I don't know. Shit. I feel got like to get back into it. I feel like with as much as he plays Warzone now, some level of FPS skill has to carry over. Um, uh, different beast. I I suck. I suck at Warzone. I'm really fucking good at multiplayer. You know, I, fair I enough. Just, I suppose. Uh, yeah. I just I think that it's it's a very different kind of game. He has some first-person skill, but Siege is also just very different in general. I can't even, I mean, the core fundamentals you can compare to Call of Duty, but what actually makes you a good player is very different. Yeah, I mean, I gotta I gotta be honest, dude. Um, like, when it came to playing console Siege, uh, if you weren't mouse and keyboard, you kind of just had to get lucky a lot. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, if, if, if you had if you had good like strategy, you would still come out on top most of the time. Just because I mean, like, well, you're putting yourself in an inherent advantage anyway. But I mean, like, when it comes to the aim, dude, with some guns, if you're using a fucking joystick, dude, the minute you put down on that trigger, it's just fucking 
it, Jesus takes the wheel at that point, dog. That's yeah. You ain't in control of that gun no more. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for so that was always part of the shtick, though. Was always kind of the Xbox appeal in my mind. Was to be yeah. Xbox people always has been just because we naturally have been for yeah. so long. Um. So you know, I was perfectly fine to play console. Uh, but I, I mean, I thought I thought we were pretty damn good to be controller players, though. I mean, oh yeah, regardless. yeah, no, 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 oh absolutely. We were definitely duking it out with some of the mouse and keyboard ranks uh, near our better runs. Mm. Because I mean, at the end of the day, you're really good at siege. I was really good at siege. Tibbs was really good at siege. Quan was really good at siege. Spawns tried. So we had a pretty decent oh, team, all things considered. Oh man! Oh god! Did <laughs> <laughs> you have to do him like that? He was always entertaining. I can say that much. He, I, he had he had his moments of glory at the very least. I mean, there were definitely there were definitely his fair share of games that he talked about. I'll give him that. Oh, I mean, yeah, he could he could pull off some shit. There's no doubt about that. I've watched some of the most ridiculous plays I've ever seen in my life. Exactly. Done by Spawns doing some absolutely insane shit. It's Listen, part of his charm. To his credit. To his credit. I know I know he always like tried to um a lot of his, his downfalls were he tried to like go for like twitch clips to like try and impress. Now, now, now mm-hmm. that that that's actually a great segue to what I was getting ready to say though. Do you think, from your perspective, as a more of an outsider to the stream anyway, mm. that we focus too much on our success in the game siege that it hurt our stream when Spawns was making Twitch clip worthy things go on and we were more try hard without the uh, added benefit of being actually pro? Who I feel like are the only people who can get away with high viewership tryharding. I think so, and I think uh, I think a lot of that can be attributed to. Um, well, Tibbs is naturally already just ridiculously competitive. You know? I mean, yeah, that's just a matter of fact. Um, you certainly can be, and I certainly yeah. can be too. Um, yeah. So, I think uh, you put all three of us in a room where, I mean, all three of us have absolutely fucking inflated egos. Um, I mean, we're going we're gonna to try and fucking pin this shit down and really pull it together if, uh, if we're just like, I don't know, if we all just, I feel like we all just had a chip on our shoulder back in that day. <laughs> I guess, do you think there was a way to integrate it better, though? Um to still try to win, but also uh, being a streamer. Yeah, I mean, like, that's basically just how we play games nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like um, the best thing you can do is like a, as like a streaming creator. It's just like, you don't have to like put on a show, you know? I feel like you don't have to, and maybe maybe you like won't grow your following as fast, but goddamn, you'll grow way better. Oh, I mean, I, I I believe that there is something to be said for 
genuineness. Uh, yeah. It definitely... It, it doesn't feel so much like a fan base as then it starts to feel more like a community. Exactly. Uh, than when you're just trying to build the number up. So, I I agree with that. Um... To, to a point, for sure. I mm. think there were things we could have done, but they weren't necessarily like such bigger things as maybe we tried too hard. So much as just being better at community building in the process. Um, I think I think we could have done things like that, maybe by like putting community more first, I suppose. Which um, which I thought we did good stuff with like uh, the one v one and two v two seats tournaments. We did those were actually. Yeah. Very successful streams for the I mean, like. We also like integrated community into just playing with us in general. Yes, which which is a is a catch twenty two though. Yeah. Because, um, when you have your community playing with you all the time, suddenly a lot of your community doesn't want to be the community anymore. <laughs> they want to be the star. Yeah. And yeah. so. That was always a little bit of a problem we had. Which is why it was such a relief when we did find kind of a stable five stack to get us through um, everything. And then uh, it all kind of fell apart once you left the stream. Because me and Tibbs for a while there quit playing Siege as much. Mm-hmm. And you, Spawns, and Quan continue to play a lot of Siege. Um, and so, that was always, that always created a weird little divide in the community, I think. Because yeah. we were completely burnt out on Siege, and y'all had not yet hit your burnout phase. Yeah. And, obviously, uh, we have worked it all over, but... I was admittedly pretty upset at the time with how you leaving the stream went down. Yeah, and I mean, like, I think, because, uh, like, um, I wasn't sure how much into that discussion we were really going to go, but, like, I thought about it, and I mean, like, um, I feel like the reason we didn't really burn out so much on Siege was, um, it was kind of more of, like, a spiteful thing, because, like, I feel like, I feel like, at least to me, um, when I tried to actually like make my exit, I feel like I I tried to do it in a pretty decently mature way. And you know, you already had a lot going on at the time and stuff, and so you didn't necessarily react back in the best way, at least in my opinion. And so I feel like um out of spite, like I I didn't intentionally, like, try to drive a wedge, but I feel like it just happened naturally because, like you said, like, you know, we just didn't burn out on Siege. And in my head, I was like, fuck it. I'll just be better than Jordan. Never got there. Fuck you. (laughs) 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 Um, No, you're not. Yeah, you're wrong, though. That was part of it. And then then you you had a wedge within a wedge. Because um, I then had a falling out with Quan yeah. during all of yeah. this. Yeah. Um, 
which from what I remember, you weren't privy to all the details. Yeah, no, I absolutely was not aware of most of it. And so then when I thought everyone was pretty aware of it, to see certain members of the community still play with spawns, or play with Quan like spawns, and you <laughs> and, and um, Hero still did. That really pissed me off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, very much. I knew that got to you, and like, you know, me not being aware of like the actual situation, I was always, I was always like, what the fuck is he so mad about? Because like, um, for those who might not recall, really for those in. who might not recall, Quan had basically implied that um, depression and anxiety meds are useless, but also kind of for crazy people, and kind of did some kind of shaming. And at the time, um, Vanny was in the chat, and she is on anxiety meds. I am also on anxiety meds. So that really blew up into a big argument in the chat that lasted way longer. Uh, shit ended up being said, and yeah, I never talked to Quan since then. But I just thought everyone was privy to that information. Um, if nothing else, through like Spawns, because Spawns is always present. He's an omnipresent. Uh, deity within yeah. our uh, stream lore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I mean, like he was there from very, very early on. Like he was very integrated into it. Um, oh yeah, I mean he was one of he was really one of maybe the three first like really <laughs> consistent viewers of the stream. Yeah. Um, oh dude, I mean like honest to God, all I remember from like the Colin situation, at least from that night. Um, which I think where I had left at this point, uh, uh, we had already kind of like parted ways, so you had demoted me. So I didn't really pay attention to chat as much. You know, I just still kept the stream open because I mean, like, you're still my brother. I still wanted to, you know, support you and shit. Um, but like, uh, no, like I kept the stream open and stuff. And I noticed, I noticed Con was being like antagonistic that night, you know? It's kind of like he's kind of like a, I don't know. It was almost like a heckler, like a. Well, you know, well, he was he was drunk, and and if you recall correctly, he had been drunk and chat a couple times, and he did always come across more antagonistic. Oh, so okay, yeah, I didn't know about the drunk part. Yeah, it doesn't excuse the behavior, obviously, but um, no shit, shit, shit. What was I gonna say? Uh, Him being a heckler, antagonistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like a. It was it. He was like a heckler at like some shitty comedy bar, you know. Yeah. Not that. Not that the stream was the shitty comedy bar. Uh-huh. But, uh, uh, I, 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 yeah. Hear you laugh. That's what. Here. That's what we were performing at. <laughs> <laughs> no, all I remember was like a. I don't know. He's being saucy with y'all for some reason. Yeah. Um, he was he was kind of tweaking. I'm not gonna lie. Like he was like he was like fronting about like he was better at siege and shit. That part I knew about. Um, so I was always wondering, like, man, why the fuck did that like really be the thing that split? That because that's all I knew about. Yeah. Because I think I think by the point that like uh, the whole that whole thing had happened, like 
I had done, I had done went to doing something else. And when I came back, like you were just screaming at the fucking top of your lungs. I was like, <laughs> what in God's name happened, bro? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um, it was definitely one of those moments. And it's always very sad. Um, I, I feel like from like a viewing perspective to see something like that. Yeah. I think it just looks uh, pitiful. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't uh, look see something like that on stream. So that was always unfortunate. Um, but I think the biggest problem was always just um, never finding our footing and never really uh, vetting people, I suppose. For example, yeah. I don't know if you remember, Quan said some homophobic slurs on, on stream a couple of different times. Yeah, I do remember that. And so, always trying to be careful of vetting people and make sure they understand what it means to be on a stream and, and what the expectations are and whatnot. Um, yeah, because I feel like... I feel like being careful who you become friends with, because I'm a firm believer that being friendly with people certain people can just invite disrespect that otherwise wouldn't be there. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of I kind of get what you're saying. So, yeah. Yeah, I feel like yeah. um I feel like there was a good amount of people who like um either just weren't familiar enough with stream culture or just weren't familiar enough with like I don't know, just like being fucking housebroken about some things because and you can tell some people clearly came from backgrounds where they didn't get smacked for saying shit like that. Yeah, yeah, and 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 trust me, like we've all said things, but like you just you got to understand how the stream works, who you're speaking to, uh, who you who you're playing with, uh, yeah, for that matter, um, for several different cases of people, so. That that was always frustrating. Like I said, I think it comes down to us not being uh, more diligent in yeah. vetting people. I think uh, we often went off like initial vibes. Yeah, because like we... but to to say I'm gonna put you on camera with me and then form a squad with you, it goes a little bit deeper than initial vibes to make sure there's no cracks that are gonna uh, explode. Yeah, it's like um. It's kind of like a whole thing, like, uh, if you, if they're, like, if you let someone, like, crash at your place, and, like, you know, you don't, like, have them sign anything, but, like, you just kind of shake on it, that like, they'll pay you, I don't know, $300 a month or something, and, like, if they ever don't do that, then, I mean, like, yeah, it sucks that, like, sometimes you kind of got to do that to your friends but i mean like you gotta have liabilities in place in case because i mean like sometimes shit just happens yeah and like like i'm was saying in, in the case of kwan cool we like siege we get along we have these vibes and then you run to a, a brick wall uh once your principles don't line up this like your real hard felt principles um don't align. Yeah. 
and I'm not saying everyone needs to believe like the exact same, but at the end of the day, if like core values aren't aligning on certain things, that can really create a divide. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm sorry. Like that just that just invites division at some point down the line. Like, yeah. I know. I know. Like having um having like diversity of opinion is a good thing, but I mean, like for long term success in like at least in the sense of like a, a business venture or something, it just it doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. Which goes deeper than even just Quan. You could apply that to like me and tips. Like these things just boil up eventually. Some can make mm-hmm. it longer than others, but really unless the mission statement and the uh personal beliefs or just even like decency, for example. Um like to go further into the tips thing. Looking back on it now, I regret how much I could let Tibbs get away with uh, in, like, terms of, like, really to the point of bullying spawns on stream at certain points. Um, Yeah. uh, I always was a little ashamed of myself for letting him get away with as much as he did. Because I think spawns was totally cool to be the butt of the joke. I think he embraced it. Yeah. Uh and to a point, it was funny, but sometimes it did all, it did feel like it crossed the line into just bullying. Yeah, I mean, there's there's always there's always a point where it's like, all right, chill out, you know. Yeah, yeah, it would feel personal. Yeah. Beyond, hey, everybody. Else it, it would feel like you. it would feel like almost Tibbs almost looked down on Tibbs. <laughs> yep, you got it. Uh, sh- shut the fuck up, Tibbs would. Tibbs would almost like look down on spawns. Is kind of what it felt like to me. Yeah. Well, yeah. That that was just part of the making sure the synergies are in the right place. Um. I think. I mean, I think I think that was something that shit. We can go back further. That I really should have addressed way earlier because a lot oftentimes depending on Tibbs' comfortability with who he was recording with at the time, mm-hmm. he could really uh, try to make someone the butt of the joke of a video and, like, really just make that, uh, like, the video with, like, uh, if he was in a video with Hunter, uh, the video's yeah. gimmick could then become him just really making fun of Hunter. Yeah. And shit-talking um, Hunter. Because, like, uh, I remember... Um, it wasn't it wasn't the N plus plus videos. Um fuck, which ones were they? It was almost it was almost like a, our press start two point five era. You know that era? The videos which, from that. Which one would that be? Um do you remember when like uh you had to make like a blanket fort with like heaters in it out in the building oh, just yes, to live? Yes. Yes, my original return from memory, yeah. Yeah. Was, okay. Would you say that was like 2.5 era? I think we just call that, me and Hunter have been calling that one 2.0. Oh, okay. 1.0 kind of encompasses everything beforehand, before then. Okay. And then that's 2.0, and then 3.0 was when we were streaming and then recording late into the night. Yeah. As a crew. Yeah. Man, that, that was honestly probably one of the funner attempts we had at like, actually having a real go at it. I always had a blast. Um, 
I just wish the videos could have performed better because I definitely think it was some of the better content we actually released. Yeah. Yeah, it easily was. Um, and definitely some of the funnest to actually make where I didn't feel like, let's get this over with. It was actually like fun to record. Yeah. And to work on. Because, you know, not everything had to be like a competition or like a huge drag or, yeah. Yeah. And we, we just got to be a little bit more creative with it. It was cool. Yeah. It was just fucking around, which granted during that period, I, uh, while, um, like, you know, it would. It it was funny and everything. One thing I wasn't like a fan of was like uh, after we had like integrated Tibbs into that group, because mm-hmm. um, like originally he wasn't part of it, if I recall correctly. Yeah, Hunter was Hunter was the part. Yeah. Um, once we had integrated Tibbs into it, um, I didn't like just like how fucking astray the videos went sometimes. Mm-hmm. Cause like when he uh when he was doing like uh the shit where he was cheating on like uh the sheep one, yeah, for the Minecraft that was, videos, that was already the one I was thinking about. Yeah, yeah, like um I didn't give a fuck that he was cheating. I gave a fuck that like the entire video was just being absolutely derailed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I think uh, derailment can be funny. <laughs> yeah, but it, it a needs to come naturally, and two and not from b, the fucking get go. <laughs> yeah, and b you can't start with derailment. Uh, yeah, because what are you, you derailing? You, you were from? exactly you were never on the rails to begin with. Yeah. So what, what's funny about that just falls apart. Um, yeah, there was a little bit of that. I uh, I think it was a catch twenty two because originally we had Hunter there for the first week or two. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like he massively underperformed in the videos, so we replaced him with Tibbs. He also uh, he had uh, he didn't show up a couple times, right? No, no, he, he he was there those times. I think he may not have been perfectly on time. Oh, okay. But the few times we had him there, he was actually there. No, I mean a big part of it was just I thought he underperformed. Uh, there's a video from that first week. I think it might be Gears of War. Mm-hmm. Or maybe, or no, it might be the verses because I think the first verses is me and Hunter. I thought uh, he just never spoke. He just had a really low energy about him, and I just uh, probably harshly, but I was just like, I don't got time for it. Come on in, Tibbs. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I think Hunter had some shit going on at that time. He yeah. just really wasn't. Uh, feeling top tier for recording or being entertaining so yeah we just those things happen he's wrong place wrong time for him but obviously it all worked out because here we are doing this podcast together as me and hunter and oh, just guests. are you uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah well see it was funny because we've, we've been wanting to bring on like guests like when we've talked about noah we wanted to have noah on yeah or seth carter or Seth Spears, if we're still cool. Um, or just at Vanny, Spawns, uh, plenty of people if they want to talk about shit. So yeah. it's kind of funny that the first guest podcast uh, is not really a guest podcast, so much you feel it in. <laughs> yeah, it's a fucking and replacement because Hunter's goddamn sick like a bitch. I can't say anything. I did miss a week because I was sick. Um, this was an audible too. I didn't even ask him if he wanted me to 
record with you. I, he just he sounds like garbage. So there's just no yeah. way. There's no way he'd just be sniffling and coughing the entire time. I don't fuck like anything yeah. that. Let the boy get some rest. I was sick the other week. But um, man was dying, bro. Yeah. Oh yeah. He was. He was. He was not in the best of places. But like I said, you know, he's in a good re- content recording uh, spot mentally. The mm. biggest downside is he's on PlayStation. That creates yeah. several issues. Um, particularly recording over uh, chat anyway is not the ideal audio recording I like to get, but it's manageable. Yeah. But we can't even do part chat. So... Um, are we able to like do Discord over console now? PlayStation does not have the Discord app yet. Oh. It got delayed till like April or something. Damn. Yeah. Well, what's so. the fucking point of Xbox having it? <laughs> uh, maybe PC. I mean, PC, I guess. That's... Yeah, there's just a lot of games that like don't let you like do console on PC. Like, uh, at least like yeah, shooters they're, they're... for like the combination. Yeah. Like, uh, there, there, there's not a ton, but I'm sure there's certainly some people out there who are just fucking ecstatic yeah. for that reason. But no, I mean, ideally, yes, you would want it for console, which hopefully, you know, that comes. I mean, I got a chat link from Elgato so that I could record game chat, but it's still game chat. Like, it just, the quality is six times worse. Yeah. It's Man, not great you, in general. You, and then, you know, you got situations where, like, fucking five seconds of silence because you're loading into a lobby and, and things like that. Yeah. It's always annoying. It's just not optimal for recording content like that. So, that's really why the only videos that have come out have been ones I play with you and Vanny. Yeah. Just the better quality. Which I'm kind of kind of thinking of switching up the flow on the content. Like how? Um... Do you watch, well, I know you're aware of, like, Nakey Jakey, and, uh, do you, do you know H-Bomber Man, or H-Bomber Guy? It sounds, I feel like I know the channel, but I don't, like, I can't put a face to the name. Those are the two biggest ones I can think of, um, but plenty of people do this. Just more long-form videos that have a lot of effort put in. Yeah. That come out once every couple of months if possible. Uh, yeah. I think I'd I think I'd love to do ones like that. About yeah, just I know. A, a variety of things. Yeah, I know I know exactly what you're talking about. There's a do you know Funk? Uh aware of him. Yeah. He's 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 one of those people who are like that. There's also I I watch Kyle Hill. Um mm. he's really good. Uh he does like uh, documentaries on like uh, like um radiation and like uh, he does like like uh, Chernobyl. He's visited Chernobyl and shit. Yeah. Uh, he does like all kinds of like video essays and documentaries and shit about it. He's he's really cool. I like him. Shit like that's yeah. just interesting to me. No, I no, I, I do. I I used to think it was insane that there's like three, four, five hour videos on YouTube. Because in my mind, it was like, who the fuck has the time? But ironically, I'm finding those to be better videos for me to watch as of late yeah. because it's more of a 
I can just turn it on in the background. I don't have to be fully focused. I don't have to have my eyes glued to the screen or I might miss something or miss a joke or something like that. Yeah. Um, so it's really nice. Uh, H-Bomberman does a variety of things. Um, sometimes he does videos on like um, whether soy, uh, being a soy boy actually affects your testosterone and like socialist policies and then he does like he then he has the one where he defends Dark Souls 2. Like, <laughs> That's fun. And then like this last one he had was a two hour video on like the origin of ro- the Roblox oof. And okay. I listened to the whole ass thing. Uh, I mean it's entertaining it's entertaining videos and then like it's just sometimes I just appreciate how much effort actually went into the videos. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, like, I know what you mean. Cause like, uh, the other day when I was just like sick as fuck lying in bed, I mean, I didn't have shit else to do. So like, I literally watched like a three hour fucking video on particle physics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was watching fucking shit about quantum fucking physics. You know, the other day I couldn't have told you what the fucking goddamn Yuan is, but I can now. <laughs> I mean, it's just. <laughs> You just build knowledge, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, I watched I watch this fucking video. Um, so, like, for context, um, I mean, you, do you know what a muon is? I'm sure yeah. you might. Have, yeah, I figured. Um, like, uh, I watched a video. This one guy, he built, like, a, like a, bismuth, con- a bismuth container. Um, I, and it was so fucking smart. It was so mind-blowingly smart. Like, I just, I can't even comprehend how someone thought of doing this, right? Yeah. But, so, like, the atmosphere is constantly being bombarded with, like, cosmic rays and shit. Just all kinds of, like, debris just flowing through space and shit, right? Yeah. All those atoms collide up top in there. And, like, that fucking, just that massive energy. Just, like, some of the particles that are created for, like, those atoms colliding, like, they turn into muons, right? And where, uh, where muons only have, like, a fucking... They're so unstable, they decay in like 2.2, not even milliseconds. It's like a 2.2, not nanoseconds. It's it's some range <laughs> in between those. It's so infinitesimally small, though. I just like, it's ridiculous, though, right? But yeah. this man built a fucking, like this bismuth container with like a photon uh, light receiver in it that like, the muons could penetrate the bismuth. They'd fucking shoot right through it, right? And even though they, they like decay so fast, they still make it to the Earth's surface because they're moving at light speed. And that proves Einstein right, dude. That proves that time dilation is a fucking thing, and that's just crazy to me. <laughs> it's fucking nuts, dude. Also, who the fuck, who the fuck even thought like build a detective for something so small. It doesn't, it doesn't, how do people think of this shit, bro? You've, you've brought us so far aside that like, now I'm sitting here trying to think about all this shit. <laughs> just, I mean, cause like, it's cool though. I'm agree with you. It's cool as shit. Um, I remember. Kind of went on a tangent, my bad. No, well, I mean, it's kind of funny because, like, obviously, you know, you know Logan. Logan's one of my best friends. Yeah. When he was my boss, that was one of the longest 
uh, meaningful get to know him conversations I remember having early on is I, he was in the lunchroom eating his lunch and he was reading a book on string theory. On string theory? On string theory. So when he got (laughs) back from lunch, I was like, what the fuck are you doing reading a book on string theory? And then we just started talking about string theory and he was just going on about it for like three hours. (laughs) And I was like, damn, knowledge. Dude, and, I love that. I love I love to be put in a room with someone where I can just sit there and talk to them about something for just hours at a time. Yeah, and like yeah. it's a it's a blast to just sit there and chat with someone who is just like who's like equally knowledgeable, right? But like not not in things like you don't have mutual like knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> your your expertises are different. I know what you're yes, trying to say. <laughs> yes, yes, thank you. Um You can just sit there you can just sit there and just trade back and forth about like what you know for hours. No, I mean it's cool shit. It's kinda of, like it's kinda of pulling it back to where we were. It's kinda of just why I've been embracing video essays is like obviously it's not a conversation, but like sometimes just learning the minute details of things is just so interesting. Yeah, I feel like I feel like so much um, knowledge on the internet is just surface level. So to like find these deep dives and like just even if it's something like totally obscure that's not really that important in the grand scheme of life, it's like I could listen to this shit all day. Yeah, yeah, like that's that's one thing that's always frustrated me is like even though the internet is just like it's like you could just find so much like knowledge on there, right? It's so yeah. hard to find like a deep dive on like a, a good like really introspective look at something. Just like just like a total breakdown. It's just so hard to find it. Um but me, I'm the type of person like I know I get clowned on for it and shit because I like I spend so much money on my hobbies. I'm the type of person that like, you know, when I get into something, I wanna get like I want to know everything about it. Yeah. And that I don't know that I might be stupid for that maybe but like i don't know i just i just i love exploring all facets of something you know no i I mean i i totally agree with you like i said that's it, it's it's even weird ones like like see obviously like shit about quantum physics is like infinitely uh knowledgeable like there's so <laughs> like, much the, to the, it. The, I I couldn't I couldn't tell you fucking shit about it, right? Yeah, I really couldn't. But I know way more about it now than I did before. So, um, yeah. <coughs> and, but then, like for the video essays, you can, like I said, extend it to even shit like just how much someone, just how much knowledge someone has about a specific game, or like just to see them dedicate so much of their time to like a specific media mm-hmm. and like analyze it with this extreme depth is yeah. very cool. Oh dude, um do you uh do you know Niall Red? I don't think I'm familiar with him now. Uh so he does like a he does like chemistry on YouTube and shit. And he does like he does like a goofy ass shit. He has one where like he turns plastic gloves into hot sauce. And um like it's it's just it's so like 
informative, but like it's just so stupid and funny too, though. And I love yeah. like that kind of combination. It's just it's great. Um, I think he has like a he has one where he turns like fucking aspirin into Tylenol too. That one's not as goofy, but that's just fucking cool that you can do that. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Let me, let me actually bring a couple up right here. No, he has one where he turns plastic gloves into a grape soda. That's another one. Also very funny. <laughs> he has one where it's literally called making a deadly chemical in my parents' garage. <laughs> um, turning cotton balls into cotton candy. Making uranium glass. <laughs> Making my favorite liquid carcinogen. <laughs> it's it's just so funny, dude. I love it. No, I mean, yeah, shit like that's uber cool. So, like, yeah. I do. I want to. I think for me personally, and like, we can do whatever we want. But like, I I would like to start doing some like deep dives and just random shit. Cause like, I feel like my attention span is not at a premium. It's, um, it's not what. Not at like it. It's most premium. Yeah. So like whatever to to the idea that whatever I'm like really into for like that quarter of the year I could like deep dive into shamelessly that could be cool. Yeah, I mean that would be pretty dope actually. So I'm like, I mean, I like, I feel like, like that, and we can still one. do our gameplay and all of our other stuff. But like, I'd love to do something like that. Yeah. Sorry, for some reason I couldn't hear you talking. I didn't mean to talk over you. Oh, you're good. Um. Um, yeah, no, like, uh, that's a, that's a great, like, uh, avenue of, like, content to explore and shit, so, I mean, like, hell, I'd, it'd be cool. I, I just need to structure my brain mentally, um. Yeah, I feel like, like it's a whole process, you know? Yeah, and then, I feel like, like, I feel like those are the videos that you really, you have to, like, really gear down for, and you have to make yeah. sure that everything is great before you even edit it. And, and you have to accept that it's going to be a months-long process. Um, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Sometimes there's just this nature that I like, just want to pump shit out, but like Yeah. Like uh you, you have like all the fucking content forms, like uh five minute crafts and shit like that. They just pump they just pump out videos like fucking four a day, dude. Like that's just insane. Yeah. Um but my god, they fucking rake in the money, dude. They they abuse the shit out of that algorithm. Hey, I mean, you know, get your money, I guess. Um, like, man, I just, I wish, I wish those people who really put their soul into the shit were the ones that got money. You know? I mean, I agree. I think there's been a much uh, larger appreciation for longer or uh, more highly skilled editing and yeah. directing yeah, content is. recently. Yeah. I feel like more people are getting rewarded for that type of effort, which I'm not necessarily in it for like the reward. Don't give two shits about that, but I just, mm -hmm. I need content that feels a little fulfilling to me. Yeah. And so like to the idea that I could make a five hour video on like, um, Viva Pinata just makes me the happiest person in the world. <laughs> I think. Yeah, exactly. So I, can, so I can preach the gospel. Um, um, I think there's a lot more of reward for like uh, 
more high effort content content in general. Because not to say like uh, you know, obviously like all this fucking like lazy ass content still breaks in money and shit. Don't get me wrong, I'm definitely not saying that it doesn't. Um I feel like a lot of it's kind of went to the wayside too though. You know? Like I mean, yeah. a lot of uh, a lot of the Paul brothers, like uh, a lot of their relevancy isn't like from their vlogs anymore, right? Because I mean, like we can kind of admit their vlogs are were pretty lazy content. Because um, I mean, they, that's just the nature of a vlog, though. You know, like yeah, it's it's just kind of meant to be lazy. Um, but uh, no, like even though the nature of it is like pretty uh, lazy content, that's not really like what keeps them relevant. You know, like they've, like I know they have the impulsive podcast now. That uh, Logan does, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't sure which one of them ran it, and I mean, like Jake Paul seems to mostly be doing boxing shit anymore. Yeah, and Logan so, Paul just I mean, wrestled like, Roman Reigns. Yeah, so, <laughs> I mean, like, like I don't know if they still vlog or not, right? But I mean, like, even even though podcasts in and of themselves are also kind of you know lazier content in some sense, like. They at least have structure to them, as opposed to like a vlog, which is just like, guys, I'm filming, hey, hey, goofy and shit, you know? Yeah. Or just uh, film a suicide forest. Uh, yeah, that too. That'll work. <laughs> so, but no, I, I do agree with you. They've moved. They, I mean, you can look at both of them and see how they kind of moved their stock away from vlogs, just because vlogs are not currently the flavor of the month uh, yeah exactly been for a while you know, like, like either uh either step up or like you know step out you know yeah you gotta yeah, you gotta, you, gotta you absolutely have to adjust which is a catch-22 for me because i'm so nostalgic for like let's plays and i'm not really concerned with like viewership and things to an extreme amount for this so like i don't care to do the do let's plays or something as content i want to do but uh, yeah, I, I think I just want to start doing some. Moreover, I'm just excited for this camera that I'm getting, because um, the idea that I could do like much higher quality content just gets me excited. Yeah. But then and also, I, mean, I need to learn how the fuck people do storage for types of videos like that, with like thousands of videos and clips and things. Uh, it's going. It's going to cost you money. Yeah, yeah. I figured that out. I have to do some research on that one. That's what's gonna kill me. Oh, I said I need to go grab my charger real quick. No, you're good. We'll go ahead and end it here. We're already an hour in, so perfect time to end her. Um, yeah, that was a pretty good one. Flew by. Talked about a lot of shit. I really didn't even realize we were talking for that long. Yeah, we went all over the place. So (laughs) we really did. Yeah, jumped around a lot, but hey, that's that always happens. We yeah. talked about some cool shit, so yeah, there we go. We'll call that one a day for this one. Um, hopefully, Hunter feels better, but if he ain't back in time, I guess you'll hear me and Jacob again next week, guys. <laughs> but yeah, big loves. Uh, check out butthefuture.com. Check out the YouTube. Uh, follow the Twitter. That's mostly where we're active. Hunter has a TikTok, but I don't even know what he's doing with it because <laughs> I don't know how TikTok works and I don't know what I don't like TikTok. But yeah, apparently we have a TikTok, so go check that shit out. 
Um, yeah. All right. Big loves. Bye, boys. Peace.